0: Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple of weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today?
1: Today we played Super Star Wars for the Super Nintendo.
0: Yeah, tis the season.
1: Tis the season, because <laughs> Star Wars just came out? Yeah. Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Well, it didn't just come out. We've just been away for a little while because yeah. holidays and life, and we need a little bit of a break, but we are back.
0: Yeah, and what better uh, way to start 2020 than with Super Star Wars? I don't think there is a
1: better w- I way. Mean, <laughs> 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 Le- oh, I mean, I was just going to say that, but I don't think uh, I'll just stop there. <laughs> well,
0: at least we have uh, a a new Star Wars movie that I think is really good.
1: I'm so glad that you liked it because I didn't like uh, the version of Dan that was angry at Star Wars, and I'm happy that you're back on the Star Wars train with the rest of us. It's been redeemed. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Uh, JJ, uh,
0: J.J. fixed things. That made me happy.
1: So now we're not planning on having any episode nine spoilers, but this is an episode about Star Wars coming out, you know, like over a month after the movie. So if you haven't seen it already, just fair warning that we may say something and we'll try not to be too spoilerly, but it could happen. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it,
0: it's great. Go see it. Yeah.
1: All right. Super Star Wars. What is this game? Super Star Wars is just um, a great chance for you to relive all your favorite Star Wars memories like Luke Skywalker's speeder battles with the Jawas or that time that Luke blew up a sand crawler with the thermal detonator. (laughs) You know, all your favorite Star Wars moments from the movies.
0: Or when he met Chewbacca outside the cantina
1: Yeah, (laughs) and then (laughs) ran through the cantina slaughtering everybody. Yeah, so um, <laughs> Super Star Wars is a not so faithful adaptation of Episode 4. And it is a running gun, platformer, sometimes flight simulator, driving game. It does a whole bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah, like when he. I remember in the movie when Luke had to drive through the desert and take out 13 Jawas before he could find their sand crawler. Yeah, so yeah, 15? 13? You
1: know, we see that there is a scene of Luke in the movie where he's in his speeder, and then it cuts away. Like we don't know that he didn't mow down like an entire horde of Jawas on his way to pick up R two D two.
0: Yeah, or like how R two D two went missing after the space pod crashed.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> there's a lot of things that we could talk about. How this the lore isn't quite right in this game, but uh, it, it's you know it's a it's a Super Nintendo adaptation. And uh, they tried,
0: you know, the more we talk about the story, I'm, I don't know what column to put it in
1: <laughs> the good stuff. I have I actually have like the stuff that is completely wrong about the Star Wars lore or just wrong about the movie. I have some of that in the in the pros and I have some of that in the cons and I have some of it like as a hinge in between. So I guess we'll just we're going to hit it all throughout the episode.
0: Yeah. So I guess we should just uh, we should probably just dive right into what the game did well.
1: Yeah, I think that for me like the biggest thing that kind of stands out and the thing that makes it feel most like Star Wars is that it really sounds like Star Wars. They got the music right, they got the sound effects right, they even got some like samples of like the Jawas talking and the Sand People and the Tie Fighters like it sounds like Star Wars. Chewbacca. Yeah, Chewbacca makes his little roar noise that I'm not even going to attempt to try to recreate here.
0: I also have like the sound and music as something that the game
1: does well, but it's kind of like,
0: does it really do it well? Because it gets a free pass because it's Star Wars.
1: Right, yeah. No, the composer for this game did not have a whole lot to do. I actually saw a little thing in the wiki page about how the concept artist didn't really do any sketches he's like everybody knows what Star Wars looks like and they yeah. just started like making the art right off the bat <laughs> without any concept drawings
0: yeah and I heard that the composer just used John Williams like handwritten
1: score shit yeah, why not like that, I mean, so it's Star Wars you, yeah you don't want to be the guy who messes up the soundtrack from Star Wars yeah so that's a that's a pretty base level thing but they I'd did hate it. to be the guy that screwed up
0: a lot of the tropes from Star Wars that would that just sounds like it'd be a terrible time.
1: Uh, is that an episode eight reference? <laughs> I mean, I can. Why do you have to bring that negativity in here? That. We were having a good time <laughs> talking about Star Wars. We don't need to bring that into this. I personally uh, like Episode Eight. Dan uh, almost rescinded his Star Wars fandom over it, so we're not going to go true. there. We're not going to go there. That's not true. There was times when you said that you were never going to see another Star Wars movie in theaters. You, no. you said that. To no, no, me. no. 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 What I said
0: was after Episode nine, I wouldn't pay for another Star Wars movie in theaters.
1: Have you changed your mind on that? I'm not sure. Okay. (laughs) Well, there's no more currently scheduled, so you don't have to decide yet. Right. I feel pretty good about that. All right. Back to the game, though. Uh, I think that the idea of a Star Wars Contra game is a cool idea. Like the running gun aspects that make up a big portion of this game. I think that that idea is a really cool idea. It's not always executed super well in this game But I think that there are like glimpses Of like oh man this is cool And it could be really cool um, Even in the areas where it doesn't Quite make it I think the idea On it's own is kind of cool
0: Yeah I mean so, so it's 1992 It's um, it's 2020 Dan? No when this game came out It was 1992 oh, Okay. okay. Um, November in North America and then it came out in April of 1993 In Europe um in the other PAL regions. I don't know everywhere that came out, but um so the reason I bring that up is like what how are we thinking about games in nineteen ninety two? Like what other options if you're gonna make a Star Wars game in nineteen ninety two on consoles, like what else could that game be besides maybe like a run and gun platformer? I mean we saw like the vehicle levels, but they weren't really fun.
1: No, they're not the they're not the great thing. But I do like, and I would put this in the pro column that it mixes it up enough. You have like the flat running gun levels, you have the platforming and you have two different kind of driving slash flying levels. Mm -hmm. And I think that they mix it up enough to keep it like interesting and to keep it, from getting too bogged down or too boring with the same thing over and over. And so like just when you get so frustrated with like trying to do the platforming stuff, here's a nice flat level or here's a driving level. And so I do like mm. that aspect that they mix it up, even though the driving stuff or the flying stuff isn't the best part of the game.
0: Yeah. I don't know how I would have approached this game differently.
1: Considering the era and all that stuff, I'm just like, what? No, else I mean could for the yeah, been, I, I mean for the era, a platforming, <inaudible> gun. yeah, it makes sense. It makes total sense for what they did, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of it, and like I, as a concept, it seems like a really cool idea, and then it just it does fall short a little bit in the execution, but we'll touch more on that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, another thing I think this game does well is once you get a little bit further into it, you can choose your character between Luke, Han Solo, and Chewbacca.
1: Yeah, and they each have definitely different uh, strengths and weaknesses. Um, you know, just the fact that they're all different heights. Luke is really short, and <laughs> Han is in the middle, and then Chewie's super tall. So, choosing a different character makes a difference because Chewie, you might just be able to stand up and shoot a tall enemy, yeah. and Luke, you might have to like jump to shoot the same guy. And so, it definitely does change it. Uh, Chewie and Han seem to have stronger blasters, but Luke has a lightsaber. So, there's that.
0: Yeah, did Chewbacca start with a little bit more health too? I feel like he did.
1: Yeah, I think that that seems right.
0: Yeah. So in this game there's that's another thing that's interesting is is it drops
1: health swords. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you have you it's kind of a complex health system because you have health swords which are just lightsabers and that expands your life. It, it would be like in Zelda picking up a uh, a heart container. Yeah. And then you actually pick up hearts like every single bad guy drops hearts which fill up your heart sword or your life sword yeah. and so it's kind of like a two tiered health system which I actually thought was kind of interesting
0: yeah it's definitely interesting
1: like it doesn't make any sense like we're like oh we gotta get lightsabers in here somehow as a drop uh, let's make them health swords
0: yeah health swords like why it's a lightsaber <laughs> yeah it's a lightsaber.
1: but you can't I guess don't health saber they could have called it a life saber <laughs> like literally the easiest pun ever life saber Why did they not do that? Maybe they thought of that and they just got got a look from somebody that was like, no, we're not doing that. Oh, yeah. Let's just go with health swords instead because that's so much better. Or maybe it's lost in translation. I don't know where this game was made. (laughs) It was like all English names. There was one dude with like a vaguely Asian name in the credits and his name was Harrison Fong. Like F O N like, you know that guy's <laughs> name was not Harrison. He's like, oh man, I could just be Harrison Fong, and it's kind of like Harrison Ford. Yeah, but it was like know, Peter Webb or somebody. There was one programmer for this entire game. And there was uh, some
0: additional programming, but that probably means they didn't do a whole lot. But yeah. I don't know. We don't know how.
1: Yeah, I, it's, I don't know if it was lost in translation. I think it's a huge missed opportunity to not have it be a life saber, But yeah, whatever. Yeah. This game is weird, swords. man. Um, it's so weird. Yeah, it, it was uh, published by JVC. The they ma- make like the maker of fine stereo equipment. Okay, I was gonna say like they make like VCRs and stuff. Yeah, right? like yeah.
0: it's just I don't know what else they possibly published. And I was looking at my cases downstairs, and it was like uh, Super Star Wars and Super Return of the Jedi were published by JVC, but, but not Super Empire Strikes Back says THQ on it. Oh, and I was like, what? I don't know.
1: It's, it's weird. It's really this, weird.
0: This game is weird. But they're all made by LucasArts. Uh LucasArts I don't think actually like developed it. Oh, they were just all right. It was a uh, so a studio let me think. Um sculptured software which eventually became Acclaim Studios oh. Salt Lake City. Uh, is the developer of this game. Okay. They also made Super WrestleMania, Super Empire Strikes Back, and they made the Super Nintendo port of Doom, uh,
1: which was not called Super Doom for some terrible reason. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a real travesty when you have a Super Nintendo game that doesn't have Super as a prefix.
0: I, uh, um, I don't know how I feel about that because it's like <laughs> Super Castlevania four. It's like, well, why is it? If I mean, it's, sure. <laughs> it's on the Super Nintendo, but like it's Castlevania Four why it's kinda is it, like why is it super Castlevania Four? why' it make any sense
1: every single n sixty four game whatever sixty four it was just that was, was the cool thing to do
0: yeah, but it's not like so like with the Street Fighter series it was a, you know like Street Fighter two and then it's like street Fighter two turbo like it at, at they changed things and added things to it and the the yeah. name change indicated something, but like a lot of this is just superfluous
1: <laughs> it's okay kind of like this game. Back to the game. I think <laughs> something interesting about this game is that it's actually fun and I think that the ridiculousness of it is is a big part of that. You know, it is a one-player game, but I would suggest grab a fellow Star Wars fan or somebody who at least has seen Star Wars and just <laughs> okay. play through this game together and laugh at how many things are just like That wasn't in Star Wars. And it's good to play this with a friend, even though it's a single player game, because you're going to get frustrated at some of the platforming. You're going to get a little bit annoyed at points. And so it's good to be able to hand off the controller and be like, all right, I'm done. You play for a while. I'm going to laugh at you.
0: But I have good news. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that I have written down is there is a cheat that enables debug mode on this game. Yes. And what debug mode allows you to do is press start on the second player controller and skip levels.
1: So there you go. It's a two player game. The first player gets angry until the point where they want to break something, and then at the critical moment, the second player presses start to relieve all the tension and move on to the next level. So, beatable game. Co-op game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of funny that they called this game Super Star Wars because, like, the story is so weird. It's not... I mean, like, it... it, (sighs) It does follow the story of Episode Four, but it just goes off on all these like little tangents and like adds things that just aren't there and that are totally out of character yeah. for the characters. It shouldn't be Superstars. It should be like mildly Star Wars or oh. kind of Star Wars. The Cantina level is like the size of a warehouse
0: club. Yes. Like just <laughs> jar- like what? How big is this? cantina just i don't know
1: you're just stomping through it forever as chewy just shooting all the aliens and yeah. the werewolves and just everybody who's getting in the way yeah yeah it's yeah uh
0: the next thing i have written down that this game does well is it has like a little loot cave
1: it does have a loot cave yeah you can go in there and grind lives away to your heart's desire and it's actually nice because you know it allows you to make it through big chunks of this game without having to put on cheats it's built right into the game
0: yeah i think it's like the fourth or the fifth level there's like a a, this annoying platforming section but if you drop down you find this cave and if you shoot in the air there's like eight lives in there and i don't think you can get out of the cave back up to like the normal place you have to kill yourself so it's like it's obviously there to grind out lives over and over and over again i think you can get up to 99 is what i read on the cheats page.
1: Yeah, so we did that a few times, got up to like 25 lives, and then those lasted us most of the rest of the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like the game, the the longer we played it, I don't know if it got better or if we got better.
1: I think that some of the later levels are better because they're more faithful adaptations. Like, once you get on the Death Star, like, here you are, you're running through the Death Star. I mean, there's still some <laughs> weird stuff. There's still some weird stuff, like, where did these battle droids come from? Like, when you talk about those, like, inaccuracies, I feel like maybe George Lucas actually watched, uh, like, people playing this game and was like, oh, and he got some ideas for the prequels. Because there's a lot of stuff in here that kind of just, like, turns up in the prequels, which wouldn't come out for almost a decade after this. You know, you have uh, one of the levels (laughs) is Luke just going through... With his lightsaber and massacring Tusken Raiders, which you know, just that's like what Anakin his father. Yeah, just like his dad. Yeah,
0: that's one of the things I have written down that this does well is the the the
1: lovely foreshadowing. It's like of Episode Two post foreshadow. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. So he goes through and he is murdering Jawas. Maybe and that's Tusken where he Raiders. got the idea. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he got the idea. <laughs> then you also have lots and lots of battle droids in this game, which were not a part of Star Wars lore at this time, but were a huge part of the prequels.
0: Yeah, they weren't. They're not the same kind of battle droids. No,
1: but they are droids who are battling. You know, they're not yeah. the battle droids and like the destroyers, like and all those things from the prequels. But they are droids. It's like, and they're a big part of like the Death Star level and some other earlier levels. And it's like, hmm, maybe they did get some ideas from this. Probably not. They were probably just like, hey, you know what's cool? Contra. Contra's got lots of robots yeah. and stuff. Let's throw some more robots in here. That's what a lot
0: of them looked like. Was like aliens from Contra. Um, and don't, don't forget about the, uh, the giant mutant womp rat.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. In that Tusken Raider level, the boss <laughs> is a mutant womp rat. You'll remember the womp rat. Um, cause Luke mentions bullseyeing them with his T-15 speeder. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's whatever. He's got a speeder. He bullseyes these womp rats, which I mean, I think that he means he just like cruises around and shoots them. And, uh, <laughs> that's how he is so confident that he can shoot his Photon torpedo and blow up the Death Star. Proton. Proton torpedo. A <laughs> photon torpedo would just be a little burst of light, I think. <laughs> anyway, so this like this little mention of Womp rats in in uh, the movie becomes like this entire boss in the video game, and not just a normal Womp rat, which you have those throughout the level, but a mutant Womp rat, which is like twenty feet tall and yeah.
0: I appreciate that they uh they made monsters out of the wop rats
1: it kind of makes you empathize with luke bullseyeing these things because they're <laughs> trying to kill him he's not just like a like pre-psychopathic teenager <laughs> driving around <laughs> mutilating animals
0: yeah he just he has a reason clearly
1: now do you think that this is official i know it's not anymore with like the whole disney takeover but do you think that this game was canon <laughs> i don't know what is canon right is are any of the old star wars games canon I don't I I have no idea. Cuz they
0: they said the movies and basically the TV shows and like the they have a whole the new current lo- books. New lineup of books and comics, yeah. So I guess that technically means Knights of the Old Republic isn't canon anymore, no which is like awful. I feel like I
1: I have a vague memory of them true. saying that that those Knights of the Old Republic games are canon or maybe not. They they are like there's been a lot of rumors that those are some of the source material that they're going to be mining for future movies and trilogies, yeah. so we'll see. That'd be cool. I I wouldn't be mad about that. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else in the side of what this game does well that we want to touch on before we move into what it doesn't do so well? I do not have anything else. All right. Well, I think that we can transition then. And I think just kind of sticking on that theme, like it is funny and we have a lot of those things in the pro side of – how this game deviates from Star Wars Lore but if you are coming into this Wanting a faithful adaptation oh, of Star oh, Wars Here we go you're not going to get it <laughs> No I'm not like I'm not going to rant You're not going to get like a signature Jordan Rant here I'm just saying this game Plays really fast and loose with Star Wars Lore and that could be a Con for a lot of people Oh man I, I mean even... It opens listen okay. The game, <laughs> the game Opens with Luke fighting laser scorpions and uh, the boss of the first level is Luke fighting the Sarlacc pit monster and like just why why is that the opening like you have this iconic opening of the rebels fighting Darth Vader as he's entering their um, capital ship and it's like why is that not the opening level of this game you don't remember when Luke fought the Sarlacc pit no it must four? have been yeah we must have missed that I don't Maybe that's why he wanted to go to Tashi Station to get some new power <laughs> converters because he burned up all of his fighting the Sarlacc monster. Oh, Lord. Yeah, and it's just like, it, it does, you know, if you love Star Wars, you're going to laugh at all the little weird things in here, but there are enough things that make it feel like, man, did these people even really watch the movies? No, I don't feel like that. You don't feel like that at all? No, I mean, I just,
0: it's like, I'm not defending it per se, but I'm like, well, how do you make a Star Wars video game? Like, it's what I was talking about earlier. Like, what do you do? Like, if, you, if you're the development team and you're like, all right, you have to make a Super Nintendo. I think JVC also published the NES version. I don't know if the, that game came out at the same time. I watched some footage of it and it looks like the same kind of like platforming blaster kind of game. Um, so it's like, what do you
1: do? with the Star
0: Wars license at this point? Like,
1: how do you make a great Star Wars game? The thing that's, like, funny about it is that so many of the deviations from Star Wars lore are with the bosses, and so many of the bosses are the worst parts of this game. Oh, yeah. There's nine bosses, and they're the most frustrating parts. They're often just, like, giant damage sponges that just sit there and eat up blaster shots or lightsaber. And it's just, like... What's the point? You don't need those. You can take those out, make the game a more faithful adaptation and make it a better game at the same time. Yeah,
0: the bosses, um, I definitely could have done without pretty much any bosses in this game.
1: I feel like the early ones were okay and they were yeah. actually beatable and they made you feel like you were powerful and like good at the game. But some of the later ones, like the hover combat carrier, the imperial defense droid, and the tractor beam, especially the tractor beam, is so <laughs> dumb. It's basically the Contra wall, but it's instead of being the first boss, it's the last boss, or second to last boss. And imagine the Contra wall having 100 times as much health as it does. Oh my goodness, It just it's like the entire screen, and it goes down so slowly.
0: Yeah, I was crouched in a corner for like three minutes straight shooting homing missiles at it. And eventually, that's not an exaggeration. It was it was straight
1: up three minutes, and you only took down half of its life. Yeah,
0: and eventually, the randomly shooting projectiles managed to nick away all of my health, and um,
1: your whole health sword was gone.
0: We may or may not have skipped that level instead of jumping up the entire tractor beam for another seven minutes to fight it again
1: well there's so many times when you beat the level and it's like the level's a challenge it's good it's a good level of challenge but then you get to the boss and they're just so so cheap that it's like man i don't even want to go through the whole level like sometimes they have a checkpoint right before the boss and it's easy and you can keep trying and like whatever that's cool Sometimes the checkpoint is so far back It's like halfway back through the level Yeah it's, it feels
0: random I feel like this game should have been one of those games Where you get to the end of the level And then you run into the boss room And a boss room is like it's own like sub level So that you're always continuing at the boss
1: Yeah I, would, I, I think that they did that a couple times And it was nice I liked that
0: Yeah but overall the bosses Don't seem to be any fun in this one Cause they're just The controls in this game Are okay
1: yeah, they're not terrible, but they're not great.
0: This, this—I feel like this game is not in the uh, the bottom twenty-five percent of games that I own. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: definitely not. It's not a bad game. It's not a bad game by any stretch. Like, it's fun. You can have fun with this game. You can beat this game. It's not like crazy hard. I mean, <sighs> I well, some of the bosses that. are crazy hard, but like the actual levels themselves are not crazy hard. I don't think it's a terrible game
0: whether or not you would want to be, that might be a different story yeah but um yeah i feel like just the there's something about the feel of this game the boss patterns it feels cheap rather than like designed because like in some games like i want to say contra like the bosses yeah. have predictable patterns that you can oh yeah move around and, and that you can exploit yeah Whereas this game, it feels like the bosses kind of move around at a random pace and spit out projectiles randomly. And it's just like there's no real strategy to the boss fights. And I'm sure if we watched like a speed run, we would see. There probably are. is a best way. Yeah. But it's not apparently designed in a particular way where it's like, oh, you're supposed to fight this boss this way.
1: Well, some of the early ones were like the Sarlacc pit like that one was pretty obvious it shot up a tendril and you knew it was going to come up there so you could move out of the way and then blast it and so like they lost those little tells in the later in the later levels and it was just like oh figure it out good luck yeah and even some of them now that i'm thinking about it like
0: some of the bosses or enemies even didn't give like a tell that you were doing damage oh yeah um (laughs) like most of the enemies have like a flash or a flicker when they're taking damage but
1: like some of them some of the environmental don't enemies seem
0: to be taking damage or something. It's weird. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, another knock against this game is the inconsistent <laughs> damage. It doesn't happen that often, I guess, but sometimes it's just like, am I, am I shooting the right spot? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. Guess Going I'll get back to this in five minutes.
1: Yeah. Going back to what you were saying earlier about the controls is that there's a big chunk of this game that is platforming, and having those imprecise controls really hurts the platforming sections.
0: Yeah, the platforming sections felt really tedious. Um, I was explaining to you that, like, a good platformer, when you run off a ledge, it gives you, like, sometimes a quarter to a half a second to still jump even though you're not. You're standing on the air. Yep. And it's kind of essential, and when you play a lot of platforming games and you look for it, you'll start to notice, like, or maybe, you know, you're just paying attention, like... This doesn't make any sense that my character can jump right now but he can. So yep. we have this um, the sense as gamers where when we're supposed to hit the button and it's oftentimes when we're like just about off the ledge or already off the ledge. This game doesn't have that level of forgiveness on the platforming. No.
1: And not so, on the jumping and not on the landing.
0: And so there's also no like running and shooting at the same time in this one. Oh man. And then you have to hold up and then jump to jump high and so there's this like weird system where if you're like trying to defend yourself from enemies while running and jumping on platforms and also you're trying to like high jump on platforms and the platforms are all kind of moving fast yeah. it just makes for this like
1: awkward stiff like challenging platforming stuff that is unnecessarily difficult and not fun and there's so many times in the platforms if you miss a jump later in the level like there's the sand crawler level where the almost the entire thing is platforming on moving platforms small platforms and you can get all the way probably like 70% of the way through the level and if you fall you have to start all over again there's no catch there's nothing that's going to save you yeah Um, and I feel like you know that's
0: part of what I like looking at with these old games is just like what happened here because Super Mario World is a fantastic game oh yeah and you never feel cheated By the platforming in Super Mario World. Now, granted, it's a pure platformer. Yeah. But I'm like, well, why don't you look at a good example of this rather than do this like super stiff, awkward platforming, like make the platforms bigger, make uh, checkpoint platforms where if the player falls, they don't have to start the whole section over again.
1: Or even just lay out the level in a way that makes it so you have some forgiveness where there's like a middle level that can catch you instead of having yeah, that's everything what I mean. be so spread out that you're just like stuck.
0: Yeah, it's like I made a joke when we were playing. It's like, this game is
1: actually like 22 minutes long, so how can we make it seven hours long? <laughs> I think that it's supposed to be like uh, two and a half hours or something like to beat it. I think I saw on how long to beat. Well, th- you can rush through it. It's like the rush pace was like an hour 45. It took us nearly three hours to skip all the bosses but play all the levels yeah (laughs) the thing is some of those later levels are the are like cooler ones and it seems like you know that third level the sand crawler one is so infuriating that there's probably people who didn't make it past that and didn't see the cooler stuff that comes later
0: yeah I don't know how long I've owned this game I've owned it for a long time I don't know when I got it but I don't think I've ever made it I think one time I ever made it through the sand crawler level and I don't even know if that's true (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's just like I never Bothered with this game because I didn't have fun In the first like few sections of it
1: I mean that is pretty on point For Star Wars you know they have the, the classic Quote that anger leads to hate And hate leads to the dark side and this game can Definitely <laughs> take you from anger to the dark side Pretty quick when you're trying to do these platforming Parts <laughs> Unless you play with a friend yeah no for sure play this game with a friend it'll be so much more enjoyable here i think it's your turn now that i have fell down after seven minutes of trying to get through this platforming yeah, section absolutely your friend can tell you hey you've you've tried this boss enough times let's just skip it
0: yeah <laughs>
1: it's so much better
0: oh man um the next thing that i have that the game didn't do well is like the laser fences inside this hand crawler
1: Oh, yeah. There was a few times where the game didn't do a great job of, like, telling you what you're supposed to do. And these laser fences were a great, a great example of that, where you're supposed to slide through them. But you had never even known up to this point that you could slide. In yeah, them. you accidentally figured out that you could slide. And yeah. then it's timed super weird. Like, when you get
0: too close to them, the laser fences go down. And so you have to be, like, running towards them and, like a few inches away from them before you slide or to like block you off and you can't like double slide through it unless you're like far enough away. And it was just a
1: whole, it's one of those things that was probably explained in the manual, but like playing it now, uh, 20, 30 years later, it's like, you're missing out on that. Cause we're not going through the manual. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, um, and that's not even, I feel like that's just another piece of poor level design generally with this game there's a lot of things like later on in that level there's a falling platform and if you don't know to jump off the falling platform and it doesn't really give you any indication it'll like instant kill you gotcha that's funny
1: now you know you got to play this level again and don't do that again gotchas are the worst they're the worst yeah I'm, i'm playing jedi fallen order
0: and it's like a star wars dark souls clone basically okay and so it's hard enough but there are these enemies that pop out of the ground. Oh, sweet. That, that yeah. sounds awesome. And so in a game where like your health is super precious and then an enemy just jumps out of the ground and hurts you. And, and there's just, no like, way go... you
1: can see they're there and they just get you. M-
0: there might be, but <laughs> it's not super obvious. And so it's like one of those things where I'm like, this is awesome. I really love like the gotchas. It's really great game design. I <laughs> It just, makes it's, me feel a great so sense amazing. of pride and accomplishment yeah. in completing this game. Hey, man. I've been playing a little bit of that too It's fun
1: What, Battlefront? Yeah,
0: it's fun There's something about it There's something about it that's relaxing It's like a 40 player Just like, go mindlessly Try to just kill some battle droids No pressure
1: No pressure And if it's too hard Just go empty your wallet on microtransactions To be better Can't do that anymore Oh, they got rid of that Yeah, I mean, it still has the card
0: system But you have to, like, level up your characters To get skill points to unlock and upgrade cards So you just have to play the game yeah, it sounds great. It sounds like a real cool grind. Oh, Jordan, it's good. I'm telling you. All right. Give it another chance. i would never played it.
1: Yeah. Give it another chance. Okay. Do you have anything else for what this game doesn't do well?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, more on the level design. There's TIE fighters in the Death Star that try to knock you into pits, they take up almost the full screen. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. There's all sorts of just like little things like that that you could say for each level. Just. <laughs> Just random level design choices. You're like, why? Why did you do that?
0: Yeah, these these Tie Fighters that are literally almost the size of the full screen. You yeah. can jump over them on top of the platforms, kind of. If you do your high jump and you time it right, but they ding. They, but you don't know they're coming. Yeah, they roar by, and there's like random pits because uh, the Death Star was still under construction. Except for that doesn't make sense for this movie. <laughs> so you're just running through this
1: gargantuan-sized hangar, and Tie Fighters just flying by. But, like, it it looks, I mean, for all intents and purposes, you're in a hallway for everything else, except for that there's TIE fighters zooming (laughs) down these hallways for some reason.
0: And mouse droids trying to push you into pits if you stay on the ground. Now,
1: you may have noticed in the movies, there's the mouse droids that always run away from anybody that they see. But in this game, they're going to try to push you into a pit and kill you. (laughs) Classic Star Wars. Gotcha. Love it. Love it.
0: But, yeah, I think.
1: You know what's fun, though? What was a good thing is that sometimes the mouse droids trying to push you into the pit were thwarted by a TIE fighter that would come and <laughs> save you and push you out of the pit.
0: Yeah, I was saved by a TIE fighter once, saved my
1: life. That was uh, Finn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was a stormtrooper
1: yet. That's your opinion. First order. That was until later. Don't come and bring your facts and logic into my funny jokes. That's probably 25 uh, A
0: B Y. After the Battle of Yavin. Wow.
1: <laughs> that was super nerdy. Yeah. I love no, it. That was great.
0: I don't remember what the year thing is, but there's like a, you know, AD, no, I, yeah. BC. they got like after the Battle of Yavin is like their marker. Nice. I I have,
1: I'm guessing the Imperials don't use that uh, I don't know. <laughs> calendar. I, I don't know. They probably wouldn't appreciate fingertips, that. Fingertips, man. Fingertips. <laughs> There you go. I I said at the top of the episode, we might have a spoiler, and then it took us 35 minutes to get a spoiler. So there you go. Uh, (laughs) Do you have anything else? Any other super specific uh, critiques of the level design? Not a single one. All right. I think we can move on to our next segment then. All
0: right. Jordan, what would you if you had unlimited money, unlimited time,
1: and unlimited patience? See, or, this, or
0: just unlimited money.
1: <laughs> this one's got the whole Star Wars aspect going for yeah. it. I, I thought it was fun. Being able to access that debug mode and being able to skip levels is a huge plus. Now, do you need uh, a Retron or a Game Genie or anything to do that?
0: No, I think the debug menu you, you can access by pressing A-A-A-A-X-B-B-B-B-Y. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some t- terrible cheat that's really so hard So it's to difficult to
1: it. do the <laughs> – yeah, so there is a cheat code. So that's nice, and uh, so that helps. There's also
0: a PS4 version and a PlayStation Vita version um, that have, like, save states, and I don't know about what all um, cheats and stuff are built into that, but it's another option for playing this game. Okay, Save states would probably help a lot, too.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Rewind feature would be huge. Although, if you guys are keeping up on the Twitter... it doesn't count if you beat a game and you use the rewind or save states but that's yeah. okay we fully admit that we aren't uh you know what elite hacker gamers 34 35 Conan episodes nukes. of
0: the show um we've probably beat three games then
1: which is fine like i don't claim to be a great gamer who's beaten games i claim to be a person who wants to have fun
0: yeah it's it's interesting um that somebody was actually upset by somebody saying they beat a game. Cause it's like, I was thinking about, like, well, I'm a big fan of Audible and I listen to a lot of books. So can I say that I read those books? Cause I listened
1: to them. You can. I actually um, read a study recently <laughs> that said that reading comprehension, like, so they studied people, they gave them tests for people who read a book and who actually like listened to it on an audiobook. And they came out with the same level of reading comprehension. So there you go. All right. Well, there you go. So then we beat games. I uh, see. And I don't know. If we that see the end. Over. We see the end of we video. We see the games. end of the game. So if you watch somebody on like a long play, does that count as beating a game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, because you're not playing.
1: Oh, okay. okay. So if I if I'm like on Twitch and I'm watching somebody, then and they like beat a game, like I was there like cheering them on. Well. See, the thing about playing a game, though, is you still it's have kind to of, do like, no, no. It's something. like sports. It's like sports when your team wins, like, the Stanley Cup. And you say, like, we did it. We won. Like, we did it. No. No, no. No. Me and Ninja beat Fortnite. <laughs> we did it, Dan. On Mixer. Oh, yeah. All right, Jordan, what would you pay for the experience you just had? <laughs> uh, so that's what I was trying to say, like, five minutes ago, I guess, is that it has a lot going for it. It is fun. It is Star Wars. I feel like... It, and it's got good art, good music. There's a good comedy amount of level there. So, uh, $5. $5. Wow. You I know. I really liked this one. But you got to pay extra for those franchises, you the know. Licenses? License. Yeah. yeah. The license. Yeah. Wow. You know, Disney spent like $6 billion on Star Wars. I'm going to spend 5 bucks. I think it was 4 Whatever. It was a lot. It was a lot of money. Yeah. Um...
0: I feel like I'm coming in around seven dollars this one, which if you're paying five bucks, I should be paying fifteen. That for it. might be the but closest
1: that we've ever been. No, no, no. On I think game.
0: we were like a dollar
1: off a few episodes back. Dang, I, I don't remember. It's I still been gotta get so that long. Doggone spreadsheet. Um, it's just, it's just a meme at this point. We're never going to make the spreadsheet, but we I will. will. I'll do it. I'll reference it. it in every episode. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna do it.
0: I just need. I don't know. Never mind. It doesn't matter. All right. So, anyways, I'm coming in at seven on this one. Um, I feel like there's something. Yeah, it's like it, it's not the worst game in my collection. No, there's it's something. Surely ab-
1: not the worst game. We've played so many more that were way worse than this game. Just in yeah. the games that we've covered on the podcast. I feel like there's something
0: charming about the story being yes, like a <laughs> like just a not a parody of Star Wars, but like it's like a Bollywood knockoff of Star Wars. Yeah. So, anyways, there's something charming about this game yeah i say that a lot i said that about the adventures of batman and robin and Sega genesis
1: <laughs> there's something about this game don't know what it is it's the thing <laughs> is that you like batman that's what the thing is maybe <laughs> it's weird how that works it's kind of like how captain and the avengers and the spider-man games got such a <laughs> higher rating uh, for me yeah well all right so what do you think this one's going for on ebay um people are dumb and wow. retro game collectors spend too much money on games. I'm gonna say fifteen dollars.
0: This one um, is trending on eBay for about ten dollars. Oh, ten, not crazy. Ten to fifteen is about the range that I thought I saw. Right, eBay right. said ten dollars. Price charting came in around nine, ten dollars between okay. there. Okay. Um. So with it being uh ten dollars on on ebay in north america what do you think the pal version of oh this my game goodness is going
1: for it's got to be 35 <laughs> no it's actually only 18 dollars. only 18 congrats pal go pick up this game if you want to get a game that is affordable
0: <sighs> or you can pick up the ps4 version i just picked up the ps4 version we didn't get to dig into it it's on sale for five dollars hey there you go so i picked that up i think full price is ten dollars Why? but why did you buy it because I wanted to compare the versions. Oh, okay. I was trying to get it for the show today, but we didn't end up... Because we played the game for three hours. We did. And we ran out of time. We ran out of time. So, yeah, it's another option. It's, you know, high def and has save states, and I don't know what else is there. It's got trophies if you're into that. Um, but it might be worth checking out if you really want to play this, but you don't want to pay the, for the cartridge. I guess yeah, if you want to own
1: it digitally... Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, I'm that way. I like to have stuff just loaded right up on my Switch, and I don't want to yeah. have to go and well, plug in play a dusty on old Switch. Controller. Well, that's a. You okay. play it on your I PlayStation think, Vita. I think I'll be all right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like really kicking myself that I can't play this on yeah. my Switch. You're gonna go get the arcade one up, Star Wars cabinet instead. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <sighs> all right, so ten dollars then. At that amount, is it worth it or worthless?
0: Man, uh, I just paid $5 for it on PS4. Um, what's I feel like I don't ever want to play this game again. <laughs> <laughs> and it should be easy. You should be able to say it worthless. It's, but it's just such a small, it's like a few dollars, and it's like, well,
1: no, well is that's it just really just That's the hoarder in you. I know you like uh, to call it the collector in you, but that's the hoarder in you. Well,
0: well, it's just like, no, it's a Star Wars fan in me is what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I just like, yeah, I, I, I like having things in my collection, not because they're good, all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. But just because, like, oh, this is like a piece of Star Wars history. So, yeah. yep, gotta say worthless on this one. Yep, I agree.
1: All right, my friend, we have a new segment. This is a new segment that um, we want to get you guys to participate in the show a little bit, and we've kind of been doing this. We have been every day, well, almost every day been posting on Instagram and Twitter um, the Worth It or Worthless. So if we were posting about a game or a commercial for a console or something, we've been posting in our story or on our feed and telling you how much the games are going for and if they're worth it or worthless. And that's been really cool to see you guys interact. We want to get you guys on the show too. So we're now giving you options uh, to send in trivia questions about the games that we're covering. Either ones that are coming up in the future or... You can send us questions of games that we have covered in the past, too. Mm-hmm. And if your question is selected and you stump Dan, we will send you a little worth it or worthless prize in the mail. Yeah. Unless you live in, like, Zimbabwe or something, <laughs> we're going to limit this to— We'll figure to, it out. Yeah, um, we might try to figure it out, but it's probably super expensive. So, for sure, we'll send you something if you live in the continental United States, though.
0: Well, I think even our pals in the PAL region will probably get something, too. I can't, I can't be that expensive to send— Uh, A sticker through the mail Famous last words
1: (laughs) How expensive could it be? We'll see I'll look up how much it is To send a letter to London later So we actually have (laughs) We actually have some questions Lined up for our next episode But we did not get any for this one So this is a little teaser I I made this one up myself. You don't have to send us the answer. You don't even have to send us the multiple choice things. If you send it to our inbox on Twitter or Instagram, it will come to me. So Dan will not see it. He will not get to know these questions ahead of time. I will come up with some multiple choice answers so he has a fighting chance. And uh, if you stump him, we will send you something in the mail. So this is the one for today. It is a Super Star Wars question. And here it is. A level based on a key Star Wars scene was originally included in the game, but was later deleted due to a lack of cartridge space. Which scene was it? Was it Vader's assault on Leia's cruiser? The trash compactor? Han vs. Greedo, a quick draw minigame? Or <laughs> Obi-Wan vs. Vader, lightsaber battle? Well, unfortunately, Jordan, I read the same information that you did,
0: and that would have been the garbage compactor level.
1: Okay, so there you but go. But that's a great question. Though. That w- that's yeah. a perfect Just example a good of the example. kind of stuff
0: that we're looking for.
1: So um, I did not stump Dan. I will not be getting a Worth It or Worthless sticker in the mail. It's a good thing you already have some. I do have some, and it would be silly for you to mail one to me since I live, like, three minutes down the road from you you'd get it in like two days though <laughs> that's that prime shipping so if you have a cool trivia question about any of the episode, any of the games that we've covered in the past or keep an eye out on our social media and we will be asking for questions about specific games that we'll be covering in the future and you could maybe be featured on the show yeah and as always don't forget um leave us a review wherever you're listening on apple podcast or you can't do a review on spotify which is just silly but wherever you're listening if they have an option to leave a review leave a review because we're always looking at those and you know that when we find ones that are funny or heartwarming or just make us smile we like to read those and give you credit on the show as well too so lots of opportunities for you and we are going to as we head into 2020 be looking for more and more opportunities to interact and engage with you and to get you guys involved in the show
0: Yeah, we do want to know what you think, what you think about the show, what you want to hear from us. Um, If there's anything in particular that we're not doing well or, you know, just any gaps that you kind of see in the show that you would like to see us sort of move towards or anything like that. We just want feedback on the show. Um, I know as somebody who listens to podcasts, a lot of the times it can feel very one sided. Oh, yeah. Um, When the community I don't interact with a lot of the communities or the podcasts that I listen to. I send you
1: screenshots of our our comments and stuff all the time.
0: <laughs> you don't feel
1: connected through the screenshots, Dan? <laughs> right. But the point is, like, I
0: know how passive I am about podcasts, and I'm like, well, I probably need to start interacting more with the communities that I'm a part of because as a host of a show, it's like, man, what do people think? If, if they don't give us feedback, then, like, we don't know how to make the show better necessarily. We're kind of just... Shooting in the dark. Um, and so we would like to know what you think. Absolutely. So please just give us some feedback. Um, and we love hearing that. Yeah.
1: I think that is going to wrap us up for today unless you have anything else. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Life Day. We did it.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. See ya. All right. Bye. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to email us at worthitorworthlesspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in staying up to date with the show, follow us at W-I-O-W Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and subscribe if you want to hear more. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the show. We sincerely appreciate it. Talk to you next time.